The following program is sponsored by Bell & Pollock PC. Welcome to Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. Attorneys Gary Bell and Brad Pollock are ready to work for you. Reach Gary, Brad, and their team at championsofthepeople.com or by calling 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. Y'all ready for this? This is the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. It's called the Champions of the People Injury Show. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. Telephone number 303-795-5900. And I'll tell you what, if you go to our website, championsofthepeople.com, it's an information-loaded website. We've built on it for years, and it's all designed for you. It's very easy to navigate. And I'll tell you what, also, uh, on the homepage, right away, you can find the two buttons that we think are very important for you. One button you can hit, and you can listen to our show on what you need to know before you make the very first phone call to the adjuster, the insurance adjuster, after you've been in an injury accident. Wouldn't you like to know that? Shouldn't you know that? Yes, absolutely. Mandatory. No question about it. You can listen to the show. Also, there's a second button on our homepage of championsofthepeople.com that you can hit, and it gives you a checklist, written checklist, PDF. You can download it, print it. Uh, you can use it as to a checklist as to what you need to know before the first phone call with the adjuster. And sometimes they call you, and they catch you a little bit off guard, right? And so you need to know what to say, what to do, how to do it, how to say. And also in that PDF form, that format on our homepage, championsofthepeople.com, it gives you some questions you can ask the insurance adjuster. They're not ready for that. They think they're going to get all the information from you and not give you any information or very little information, all designed to beat and defeat you and your injury claim. We've taught you this many, many times. You know, it's the old myth, right? The old myth, I was in an accident. It wasn't my fault. I was rear-ended or somebody T-boned me. Somebody read a red light. They hit me. I mean, surely there must be insurance. Surely the insurance company is going to be fair to me. I mean, that's what insurance is for, right? And so they make the decisions, and so they're going to try to beat and defeat your claim. First of all, they're going to try to attack liability, meaning who caused the accident. And you, you say, you got to be kidding me, right, Gary? you got to be kidding me. Because I was rear-ended. How could they attack that? And we've had a show to show you and tell you exactly how they attack that. We give you this information so you can have a level playing field with the insurance company once you've had an injury accident. We don't wish these injury accidents on anyone. Seriously. However, if you have one, you can't guess. You must know what you're doing. You must navigate the insurance maze. You must be able to beat the insurance company and win the war. To do that, you have to have strategies. To do that, you have to have a legal game plan. <clears throat> we wrote a book called Legal Game Plan. You can get it at our website, championsofthepeople.com, for free. Right? You can get any of our books for free. You can download an e-copy there at championsofthepeople.com. You can also uh, request, we do it all the time, a hard copy. We'll send you a hard copy from our law firm for free. You can drop by our law firm and get a free copy. You can call us at 303-795-5900. Today we're doing part three in our series of uh, the Bell & Pollock Legal Mailbag. Right? It's the questions we get. We are injury attorneys. We've been doing this for over 30 years. We've been helping people over 30 years. We know the questions that people ask us, and they don't know the answer. And the insurance company is going to take advantage of you. You're not going to let that happen, are you? You're going to give us a call, 303-795-5900. This is war. You're going to win the war. But to win the war, you need to have a strategy. 
It's like a military operation. You must have strategies. It depends if it's going to be an airstrike, a land strike. It depends on what the assault's going to be. It depends on the insurance company. And don't you think that you must know the insurance company attacks first? I mean, you have to know how the enemy is going to come after you. You have to know what their strategies are. Then you can develop your own strategy, i.e. legal game plan, our book, and then you can win the war. All right, today in the Bell and Pollock mailbag, one question we always get, and I had it just this week, was, you know, I work for this company. I was on a delivery. Uh, I'm not even the one that's supposed to be making the delivery, but I'm, I'm on a delivery, and somebody rear-ends me and I have an accident, and I'm on the job. Different flavor of situation, right? On the job and auto accident and injuries all at once. What do you do? What can you do? First of all, the macro picture. The big picture. You can file a workers' comp claim because you're on the job. If you file a workers' comp claim, it kicks into that entire work comp system. We've done shows on that. We do workers' comp work all over the state of Colorado. We do auto accidents all over the state of Colorado. So you can file a work comp claim. If you file a work comp claim, what about the what about the auto accident? What about the, the driver who rear-ended you? What about that? Yes, you can simultaneously make injury claims with the at-fault insurance party's insurance company. So you can do both. You can have a work comp claim, and you can have an auto claim at the same time. Sometimes, right, sometimes you want to do them uh, and stage them differently and time them differently. There's a lot of nuances there that I can't go into in the radio, but the macro picture is, the legal macro picture is, and strategy is you can file a work comp claim, then you can coordinate that, and you have to give them special kind of notice, and then you can also file an injury claim with the insurance company for the at-fault party. However, you need to know these things. That's why we do these shows. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900, and we'll be glad to help you. We can set up a free initial consultation. That's a no-brainer. It's free, and we can give you a free legal game plan. I did it yesterday morning, about 7 o'clock in the morning with a new client. You must know, I spent almost two hours with her. We don't just get you in and go over this, and, and we don't just run an injury mill. Some attorneys do. We don't. When you leave our office from a first initial consultation, you know exactly what to do. You know how to do it. You know what the insurance company is looking for. You know how the weak points are going to try to attack your weak points. So you're going to turn them into strengths, right? And you're going to win the war. 303-795-5900. Now, you're on a delivery. So you file a work comp claim. Let's say you can't work for a month. The work comp uh, company is going to pay you your average weekly wage, two-thirds of your average weekly wage that you were making, and that's part of the work comp system. Then, when you make the auto claim, you're going to claim for your lost wages again. Well, you say, Gary, I can't do that. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's double dipping. No. You're going to make the claim because the at-fault party and their insurance company are always responsible for your lost wages and economic losses and other damages, injuries, and losses. So you're going to make the claim. And guess what? The insurance company for the at-fault party can't say to you, wait a minute. Workers' comp paid your lost wages, so we don't have to pay. They can't say that. They can't say that workers' comp paid your medical bills, so we don't have to pay. They can't say that. But you see, if they convince you that, if you don't know that, if you don't know your rights, if you don't know the navigation of the maze, and this is an insurance maze, then you're going to lose. 
And a lot of people say, and I've had one in the past week tell me, you know, I just thought I was going to get over this. Of course we do. We're all human. We don't want to be injured. We don't want to be limited. We don't want to be incapacitated. Right? And we hope and think and we hope it's all going to go away. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't, I can't say this strong enough. If it doesn't go away, what you've done in the beginning, if you're six months down the road, what you did in the beginning, what the steps you took in the beginning, if they're appropriate, and if they beat the insurance company plan to beat you, you're going to win. Because in six months or a year or nine months, whatever it's going to be, and you decide and and determine uh, that this is going to be permanent situation, which nobody wishes upon you or anyone else, but if it's going to be permanent, and then if you didn't take the right steps in the beginning, correct? Then the insurance company is going to say, we own you. We got you. Don't care if you're, you're injured permanently. It's not going to be fair. We want to save our money. We don't want to pay you. Therefore, you lead a legal game plan. 303-795-5900. 795-5900. Free initial consultation and a free legal game plan by the champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. So back to the question in the mailbag. Can I collect work comp benefits? Yes. Can I make a claim against the insurance company for the at-fault party? Yes. Timing, as I said a minute ago, is, is a question. It's a strategy. You have to know what you're doing. Do you file them both at the same time? Sometimes, sometimes not. But you can make the claim. And then you can work with the insurance co- the attorneys for the work comp insurance uh, carrier. And sometimes it can come out to, uh, to be a huge benefit for you. A legitimate, thorough complete benefit fair and just compensation where justice is reached got it all right so another question from our mailbag always comes up always comes up and it kind of is a corollary and sequel to what i was just talking about you know the question is uh, you know gary brad uh i got into this i didn't think i needed an attorney i went on it uh, on my own for a while but it finally finally dawned on me that this insurance company I'm talking to they're not doing anything for me nothing's happening and I think they're trying to take advantage of me and I think they're trying to to, to, to not pay me and they even fought me on my car my truck my property damage they fought me on the rental car and now I thought they were going to be fair to me on my injury payout and I can't even get the adjuster on the phone or they delay matters or they or, or they want releases or they want questionnaires all these things you need to know about. You need to understand. You need to be ready to fight. And if you do, you can win this war. So we're talking about deliveries. We're talking about you're working on the job. It can be any kind of job, and you're, and you're injured in a car accident as well, right, at the same time. And then you find out too late that the insurance company for the outfall party is going to try to cheat you, beat you, defeat you, mitigate your damages, and there are things that you can do about it. And so, now we've covered two of the most important questions in the Bell and Pollock legal mailbag. There are more. There are hundreds more. And we try to do these shows to give you the most common questions asked and the very, very important answers. So you don't let the work comp carrier insurance company fool you. You don't let the auto insurance carrier or company fool you. You don't let them take advantage of you. You come to us, 303-795-5900. 795-5900 and you get a free initial consultation and you get a free legal game plan next up on bell and pollock what if you have multiple cars and there's not enough insurance on the other side the at fault uh, side to pay you bell and pollock champions of the people we'll be right back 
Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your legal minute. What happens if you're hit by a driver that does not have any insurance? They said, I'm sorry, my insurance expired last month. I'm sorry, I never got any insurance. Or better yet, I've seen it happen. Here's my insurance card, but when you call the company, they said it expired three months ago. They have no insurance. What do you do? Where do you go? I'll tell you right now. You need to go to your own car insurance policy, the UM coverage. UM stands for uninsured motorist coverage. Make it as high as you can get it right now. Because if you're hit by a driver with no insurance, this is where you go to recover for your injuries and losses. Gary Bell, Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Here we go. Fasten your seatbelt. Are you ready? The Bell and Pollock Legal Show. It's called the Champions of the People Injury Show. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. You know, for over 30 years, Brad and I have helped people put their lives back together again. We have a lot of experience in this area. This is what we do. This is what we've done for years. Over the years, there have been a lot of changes in the law. And so you can't guess when you've been injured. You can't just hope everything's going to turn out okay. And everybody's the same way. They think and hope that they're going to get better, and sometimes you do. But if you don't, it's so critical that you do the right things in the first initial days, weeks, months, right? You need a legal game plan. We've got one. We trademark protected our concept of a legal game plan, and we wrote a book on it, and you can find it at championsofthepeople.com. You can download an e-copy of any of our books there for free. We have six books. Our most recent book was the Colorado Definitive Guideline on Colorado Car Insurance, That's an eye-opener. We call that book the definitive guideline, and we say in that book, point your legal compass to true north before an accident happens. Read the book. Call us if you have questions. I mean, that book has narratives, uh, short, simple, uh, very understandable narrative explanations of these very complicated insurance policies, and it also has uh, sample pictures of deck sheets and sample language insurance companies with arrows pointing down to what's most important. Wow. And I've said for years, and I do it all the time, if you want my own personal deck sheet, declaration sheet for my own car insurance policy to see how I set it up, I'm glad to, to share it with you. Uh, call my office, uh, and we'll, and we'll send, send one out to you. Now, now we're talking about you got multiple cars. And, Brad, we see this all the time. And, and you go to the insurance, and we get cases where other attorneys have been fired, people come into our law firm, and we say, well, you got four cars. Did anybody look at stacking? these insurance coverages, and they say, well, no, my attorney never asked me about that. Now, this, this is an area that is um, just as confusing as it can be if you're not careful, uh, because it, it has a lot a lot of different nuances. Um, I think one of the reasons it's confusing is because although insurance companies like to collect the premium for it, they really don't like paying on a stacking basis. They, they don't like the idea that you might have more than one amount of money that you can get that is named under the policy, because you have multiple cars and they're collecting multiple premiums. And so they, they f- try and find ways to avoid the stacking laws. I think, uh, Gary, that, that's probably one of the cases that um, the insurance companies liked the least is when it came out and the Supreme Court said, yes, you can stack the policies. Uh, it, it also is one that they don't like 
uh, if they discover you have other drivers in the car, I mean, in a household that are that have their own insurance policies, and now all of a sudden your policy stacking on top of theirs, and they've got different policies stacking, and they they just don't like it. Um, basically, it, the, it's important that your your lawyer uh, gets into your family situation and your living situation, uh, finding out what households you live in, not just one household you may live in, but the multiple households you might live in, uh, to see if there are other people within the household who have policies that might stack and give you more coverage. It's also important that your your lawyer get a copy of your insurance deck page to see whether or not you can stack your own insurance if you have multiple cars on that policy. Um, and so it takes a, l- a little bit of exploration, and then it takes reading the policy. Now, we can get into it, but everybody needs to be able to pull their policy out and look at it themselves and determine whether or not they have stacking. Uh, it's the, it, it, I think the, pol- the deck pages quite often are very deceiving, and they're misleading, and they make you think you have more than you do. Uh, and if you've heard the concept of stacking, if you think, well, well, I've got a hundred, three hundred thousand dollar policy, and you know they said on the Bella Pollock Legal Show we can stack policies and or stack coverage, and I've got three cars, so I must have three hundred thousand dollars of UIM coverage for myself. Well, that's probably not true. It, yeah, and you have to look at the deck sheet. It all depends on the the wording of the deck sheet, okay? And in the beginning, we we counsel people to email their insurance companies. And don't let the insurance companies talk to you in, legal, in, in insurance complicated word talk like uh, a non-owned drive, a non-owned vehicle, a non-owned but rented, auto-owned, company-owned. Uh, you need to get down to the basics, and you can get our book. It's on. We've got the definitive guideline on Colorado car insurance. It's at our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com, or you can call us anytime, 303 795 5900 that's 795-5900. I bet, I bet you we're the only law firm that you, you can ever find that you can call us. You, you've not even had an accident. You can call us right now and ask about your car insurance policy. I talk to people quite often when they ask questions. I've got a question. Uh, our receptionist buzzes me back and says, this person has a question on car insurance, and I get on the phone. They haven't had an accident. That's great. We'll take your call, right? 303-795-5900. Brad, let's talk about this when you have multiple cars you can. It depends on the wording. It depends on how the premium is paid. It depends on the charges, whether you can stack them or not. There are other factors as well. But but let's cover that, and let's also cover the situation in Colorado where, where you – and this is an eye-opener for everybody, and you've, you've done this before, Brad. Where you have, there's a divorce situation, and the minor child goes between the, the husband and the wife or the, ma- the mother and the father, and then the minor child is injured in an accident. And then there's a question whether the minor child, child is a resident relative of one of them so they can add, have the benefit of both – mom and dad's policies well that's entirely right yeah, that the uim coverage is, and um coverage uninsured and uninsured motors coverage is essential you should not waive it you should not give it up as a matter of fact you should try and get more than what they're saying they'll give you under the policy so if you have 100 300 policy that means you should get 100 uim coverage 100 300 uim coverage if you can get greater coverage get it do not let them waive it. Do not let your insurance agent talk you out of it. And I've said before, if your insurance agent tries to talk you out of MedPay or UM, UIM, leave the insurance agent. Go somewhere else. Get someone else. 
If your insurance agent tries to discuss with you the fact that you may need more coverage, pay attention to the agent. This agent may care about you. And you're thinking in your mind, oh, yeah, but that means they get extra money. Yes, they get extra money, but you're getting the protection you need. I just this week had someone call. And their, their medical bills are in excess of $100,000. The driver on the other side only had a $50,000 policy, and he had waived his UIM. He had waived his underinsured motorist coverage. So he doesn't have coverage for the medical bills. And I know you say, well, he can go to his health. Well, he didn't have the kind of health insurance that's going to cover that, and he's darn sure not going to get reimbursed for his lost income, and he's not going to get reimbursed for his pain and suffering and for the other things that happened to him. This is essential coverage. It can be given for each car within the household. It can be given for each driver within the household. And if it is, then if you get hurt, you can stack that coverage. You can So if you have three policies that all have UIM coverage of 100000 each, and you get hurt under your policy, and they're your resident relative of a household where the other people are living, you can stack that coverage. Why is that so important? Well, Gary, just like you brought up, what about children who are being transported back and forth under a custody agreement or a a legal separation agreement where they are living and they have primary residences in both households. Now they have the right to stack the coverage, the UIM coverage under both households. And it's a factual situation. How much time do they spend with the mother? How much time do they spend with the dad in a divorce situation? But that's just one small micro example, but a very important one because we have been successful in stacking and adding together those two coverages. Okay, but it depends on the facts of the situation. Therefore, come see us, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. If you want any of our books, just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can download an e-copy for free, or you can call our law firm at 303-795-5900, and we're going to send you a, a, a free copy of any of our books, and we'll send you a hard copy. Call, call your agent. All of you who are sitting there today, that, you know, on this nice Saturday afternoon, call your agent or morning. Call your agent. Call uh, your agent today. Call him on Monday. Ask them, do I have UIM coverage? Do I? And how much do I have it in? And then say, now, do I have that for each car? And they'll probably say yes. And they say, is it stackable? And they say, no, no, no. You have one amount for each that the covers each car, but you don't have what that amount for each car. And that sounds really good, Brad. That sounds really good because you say, oh, I got one premium for all my cars. But you need to look at the price and the charges for, for each one. It might be cheaper. It might be the same price and you got multiple coverage. That's exactly right. And, and, and you know, next time you get a deck page, pull, call your agent and say, tell me what all this means. Have them walk you through it. And if they can't or won't walk you through it, then get a different agent. That's, it's that simple. Find somebody who tells you what it is. Because sometimes it says on the policy for a particular car, it'll say UIM and it says covered. That's not really coverage because they're actually charging you a premium for the first car. That's the second car that says covered. And when you're getting to that second car, it's really not stackable. It's not an additional amount of coverage. You're just getting the same coverage from the first car. What if you have a car? What if you have multiple cars? What if you have two cars, three cars? What if you have a car and a motorcycle? What if you have a car and a camper or, or a motor or a recreation uh, motorhome? All these questions are very important. We get these questions all the time, and then we start going after it. We go through these policies with a fine-tooth comb. 
If you're if you have an attorney that hasn't searched for your insurance coverage, you may be missing the boat. 303-795-5900. Speaking of boats and missing the boats, you can have insurance on the boat. Could that apply to your car? Maybe. Okay? It depends. What it, What is the coverage? But do not be fooled into waiving any of this, as Brad just said. Okay, next up on Bell & Pollock, we're going to be talking about one of our bigger questions we always get is, you know, I went to my doctor a couple, three times. I was injured in this car crash. I went to my doctor, and she told me she doesn't need to see me anymore, but I'm in pain. I'm still hurting. I can't even uh, work full time. I can't do anything around the house, but I don't have an appointment. And she said, just come back and see her if I need her or that she doesn't need to see me anymore. She discharged me. What are you going to do? Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. Honey, the kids are going nuts. Everybody's stir-crazy. And my patience is running thin. It's almost lunchtime. Why don't we go to Caitlin's? Their food is amazing. And they have those awesome baskets filled with fun to keep the kids pacified and entertained. Oh, that sounds perfect. What is it you like to get there again? Ooh, for starters, I love their green chili and chicken nachos. Then, I usually get Mo's queso with the ground chuck patty, cheddar, and jack cheese. Diced onions, tomatoes, and green chilies between two warm flour tortillas. Served at the side of green or red chili. Yum! What about you? Well, I'm famished, so I think I'll get one of their 13 sandwiches. Hmm, maybe I'll get one of each. And I I love the way you can get their sandwiches made into wraps instead. Maybe one of their bacon green chili cheeseburgers or their salads. Honey, rein it in. Kids, we're going to Caitlin's. Caitlin's Restaurant at the corner of Mississippi and South Birch Street, just east of Colorado Boulevard in Glendale. Open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Caitlin's Restaurant. You'll love it every bite of the way. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Here we go. Fasten your seatbelt. The Champions of the People Injury Show. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have been in business over 30 years, and we have helped injured victims and their families put their lives back together again. And it's nice to have someone in your corner. It's nice to have a professional in your corner. You come to Bell & Pollock, we have a team concept. You'll have a team working for you. You have a lead attorney and a team on your side. All these questions are answered. You know, Brad, many times when we meet with clients, I've, I've been in the same room with you. You've been in the same room with me. When we tell the people and we explain everything to them, we give them the game plan. When we explain everything to them and say, you know what? We'll just take care of all this. No problem. And it's just like a load goes off of their off of their shoulders. Just to, They just seem so relieved you'll, you'll do all this for me. Yes. Brad, let's talk about you go to the doctor, one of our questions, and the doctor says, I don't need to see you anymore. You're three months after the accident, and you're still hurting. You're still in pain. You still have injuries. It still affects your life. Uh, you might want to check with another doctor. Uh, you're still in pain. You're still hurting. Or if you say to the doctor, okay, well, let's let's get this straight. You say you don't need to see me anymore. There's nothing else you can do for me. I'm still in pain. I still have restrictions that I can't do. The doctor probably didn't give you those restrictions. The doctor's saying just try to do whatever you can, but you still have things you can't do. You can't you can't bend certain ways. You can't twist certain ways. You can't do certain things. 
well, you know, in the doctor saying, I can't help you anymore. That's when you have to look at the doctor and say, here, here's what I see the choices are, doc. I'm either going to have to live with this the rest of my life this way because you can't help me or I have to go find another doc that can help me. So is there another specialty, another type of doctor, another type of care, another mode of of, of medical uh, in, in care that can do something for me? Is there something or you're going to be looking saying, uh, will it go away eventually? What What is going to happen here? And too often, people don't ask those questions. The doctor just says, ah, you know, there's nothing more I can do. Come back if it gets worse. Or, you know, there's really nothing I can do for you, and I'm going to discharge you. And sometimes they say, and you'll get better over time. And you wait. And you wait a month. And then you wait two months. And then you wait three months. And then you get busy doing things. And you're walking around this pain. And now you've adjusted your life to living in pain. You've adjusted your life to what you can do in living in pain. Instead of going someplace where you might be able to normally, uh, where, where you could sit through a play or through a movie for a couple hours, you don't go to those anymore, and you go to things that are shorter. You, get, you, you, you try and compensate for it. Or you, when you go places, you bring a pillow, or you bring something you know you're going to roll up behind your back. You, you make all these compensations because the doctor just told you there's nothing more they can do for you. You, you can't accept that. You, you, need to, you need to check and see if there's other doctors or other specialties that can do something for you. You really hit the nail on the head, Brad. Let's break it down to its com- <laughs> component parts, okay? Let's do that. Because, uh, listen, uh, we see this all the time. Doctors usually do not use the word permanent with their patients, right? And so when the, when the insurance company for the outfall party starts to look through your relevant medical records, we've done a show on that, once you've turned them over the right and correct and proper way, and they look through the records, and they say to you, well, the, there's no doctor that ever said your injuries are permanent. They don't like to tell their patients it's permanent. They use different words and terminology. means the same thing. Like, you're going to have to adjust the way you live. Like, uh, you're going to have to learn to live with this. Like, if it hurts, don't do it. Like, why don't you rest more and then try, try it again? And if it hurts, don't do it. Stop doing it. See what you can do. See if you can tolerate it. All those words, six months, a year, year and a half after the accident, means they're permanent in most cases. So you're not going to get beat by the insurance company when they say, well, your records don't say permanent. The doctor never said permanent. Of course not. They, they, they don't usually use the word permanent, right? The other one that's very, very dangerous, Brad, we see this all the time, is that doctors put in the, uh, in the, in the medical records, uh, well, I've seen them today, here's the plan, here's the subjective symptoms, the objective, the assessment, the plan, uh, here we're off and running, and then they say, you know, we don't need to set up a specific follow-up treatment date. You don't need to set a specific follow-up appointment. You better listen to this very carefully. They put in the records PRN, and that means patient return as needed. And so you were just told by your doctor you don't have another appointment, and if you don't go back and the insurance company gets your records, right, and they said, well, you, the, it said PRN, patient return is needed, but you never went back. So, therefore, you must not be hurt. Therefore, you and the doctor agree you need no, no, no more treatment. Okay, Brad, a corollary along this. Let's talk about, and that we hit, see this all the time, and we get asked this question. The doctor told me I was at MMI. Uh, the doctor told me I was at MMI. So now the insurance company says, well, you're at MMI. We're not going to pay you. That doesn't mean you don't have any symptoms. That doesn't mean you don't have a claim. Let's talk about MMI, those those letters. Maximum Medical Improvement. 
Now, sometimes they'll say maximum therapeutic improvement, but it's maximum medical improvement. That's saying this is the best you're going to get, usually with a maintenance schedule of some type. Maintenance schedule means I've given the person home exercises or I've given the person saying you need to get a uh, you need to get to the gym on a regular basis or you need to do swimming on a regular basis or you need to have hot tub or massage therapy or physical therapy on a on a regular basis. That's what MMI means. It doesn't mean 100 percent better or a return to the way you were before you were hurt. It means this is the best you'll get. And those are not very good words if you're still walking around in pain or with a disability or not able to do stuff. Now, sometimes a doctor is going to look and say, you're at MMI for your age at where you're at, at, a, at for a 30-year-old. Because really, if you were 20 years older, I'd be recommending this surgery or that surgery, but you're too young for that because you'll have to have repetitive surgeries anyway. And I don't want to start you down that road for another 10 or 15 years. So I need you to live in pain and discomfort and restrictions under an MMI classification for the next 10 or 15 or 20 years until we can start you into the surgery mode where now we're going to do surgeries. When do we see that quite often? We see that quite often in hip replacements. The doctors don't want to put a hip replacement in a new hip or do very much invasive surgery on a hip into a person who's in their early 20s. It just isn't something that, that is very good for the person. And even if they get them then hold out for 20 or 30 years, they know that probably even at age 40 or 50, they may be looking at another hip down the road as the person lives further on and, in life. You know, you just brought it up, interesting point, because sometimes they don't want to do surgery because the patient's too young. Sometimes they don't want to do surgery because, because the patient's too old. And so there's a window of time and opportunity. And that doesn't mean every case. Many times they do the surgery anyway. Uh, but th this is a generality But that we're talking about. But MMI, you've reached maximum medical improvements. You're as good as you're going to get. That does not mean you're healed. Does not mean you don't need maintenance treatment. Does not mean you don't. Have, you, it doesn't affect your life. But... You have to have a legal game plan, right? You have to have a strategy. We wrote a book on legal game plan, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. We'll be glad to give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. And all of our books are free on our website, championsofthepeople.com. Another sequel to this question or a corollary to this question you know, about the doctor, the doctor said, I don't, I don't need to come back, or the doctor said, I'm an MMI, are restrictions. These insurance companies love to look at your records and say, well, you didn't, your doctor didn't put you on any restrictions in your records. Because in a work comp situation, which is, we're not talking about right now, but in a work comp situation, the doctor might, usually puts the worker on some restrictions, like you can only sit for 15 minutes or stand for 15 minutes. You can't lift over 10 pounds. You can only work part-time. Those are restrictions. In an auto, uh, auto crash situation, Brad, they don't usually put those restrictions in there. And then the insurance company says, well, they didn't uh, put a restrictions. But what the doctor normally tells you is that, you know, you can try that uh, walking, but if it hurts, don't do it. Stop doing it. Now, this is where, once again, you get insurance companies playing games with you. And the, and the adjuster for the insurance company is quite often playing a game with you. And, and that game is, and we get it all the time, they'll go, well, Okay, you, your, employ, your, your client says they couldn't work for the first two months after, after the crash, or they haven't been able to work for the six months after the crash. And they say, give us the doctor's note where the doctor said they couldn't work. Well, the doctor's not going to do that. 
The doctors rarely do that. Sometimes, sometimes if you need it for your employment, the doctor will say, okay, we're going to have you off work for these few times. But the doctor looks and says, how do I know you can't go to work under some kind of modified duty? Or how do I, I don't want to be putting in there that you can't work now because now I've made it so you can't work where maybe you should try working and see if you can try working and see how long you can last, see what your employer can do with you uh, and what your employer can do for you. Doctors normally are not going to say in their records that you can't work even if you can't work. They just don't do that. And, and, but the insurance company will say, where is he? You know why they say it? You know why they ask for it? Because they know that that's something the doctor doesn't usually do. And, so, and they think they've now put you into a trap where you're going, oh, well, I guess I can't, rec- I guess I can't get the money. I guess I can't, I can't get compensated for all those hours I lost and for all that income I lost because my doctor didn't say that I should be off work. All these points we're covering with you are very critical, right? These are questions we get in our bell bag, questions from actual clients over years to help you. 303-795-5900, championsofthepeople.com. It doesn't get any easier than this. All of our videos are there. All of the information is there. All of our buttons are there for the, to teach you and educate you. All of our podcasts are there. Our books are there championsofthepeople.com. So when the insurance company says to you, well, there was no restrictions put in your medical records, and it said PRN, patient return as needed, and you didn't go back, and you were at MMI, therefore, you know, we're, you don't really have much of a claim. What are you going to do? You're going to have a game plan to begin with. You're going to win this war right at the very beginning, right? Because you're going to have a strategy. 303-795-5900. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your legal minute. You know, I tell you what, when you sit down to make a recipe, do you follow the recipe? Do you use the right ingredients, the right amounts of ingredients, the cooking instructions? Same thing for a legal game plan. You've been injured, you need a legal game plan. You need to understand what the steps are. You need to understand what the ingredients to success are. You need to know the steps, the sequence of the steps what to do and how the insurance company is going to try to beat you with their own insurance game plan against you. You need your own legal game plan. You can't guess. You wouldn't guess at a recipe. You have legal game plans and you have game plans in sports. Sometimes the game plans have to be adjusted at halftime. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. We have a legal game plan for you. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. It's Mandy Connell, and it's time for Your Legal Minute, brought to you by my friends at Bell & Pollock. Listen to their show right here on KOA every Saturday at 10 a.m. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is Your Legal Minute. You're injured. It's a car crash. You've been rear-ended. Now you're going to talk to the insurance adjuster. Surely they're going to help you. Wrong. Surely they're going to be on your side. Wrong. Do you know what to say and do in the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster? If they said, we're going to send you a few forms to fill out, would you do it? We're going to send you some releases and a questionnaire. Should you do it? No. Should you sign the releases? No. You need to listen to our show. Go to our website. Listen, championsofthepeople.com. There's a button there that you can hit, and it's called What You Need to Know Before the Very First Phone Call with the Insurance Adjuster. You can come in, have a free initial consultation with us, and we'll help you there. And we'll give you a free legal game plan. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. 
We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Are you ready? Here we go. Fasten your seatbelt. The Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We have done and we do cases all over the state of Colorado, everywhere. We've done it for years, all four corners of the state and in between. And Brad's got a trial coming up in Durango, going to go to trial here here soon. Done cases in Sterling, Colorado, the Eastern Plains, the Western Slope, 303-795-5900. We also do... Workers' comp, workers' comp representation. We do motorcycle cases, truck car crashes, car crashes, bicycle accidents. You can give us a call, and most importantly, you can get a free initial consulta- consultation. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. I tell you what, uh, we hear this next question all the time, right? Uh, the motor vehicle. You know, they come in and say the motor vehicle accident wasn't my fault. The crash wasn't my fault. Somebody ran a red light. There were two witnesses. They got a ticket running a red light. And I've been dealing with this insurance company, and I can't even get to first base with them. I've been injured. I have medical bills. Why, Brad, why do I have to fight the insurance company? Well, this this is another one where uh, you don't have to fight them. We'll fight them for you if you want to come in and sit down and talk to us. We'll work with you, and we'll get something worked out. Uh, th- this is one where I, I get worried at times because we – we have all these commercials that are going out now saying, you know, you call us immediately at the accident. Some of, it seems like some of the lawyers are even saying, call us, call us when the accident happens. And, you know, your first call rather than to the police or to an emergency personnel should be to us, the lawyer, you know. And if you, you got to call immediately. And for those of you who haven't called, it almost makes it sound like time has gone by and you're out of luck. Well, you're not out of luck. You're not out of luck. Now, has your case cemented to some degree? Because you haven't called, yes. Does your case cement immediately that you that you have to make the call from the scene of the accident, or you have to make the call from the emergency room? No, you you still have time. Uh, we have a twenty four seven contact in our offices, and yes, we'd like to talk to you as soon as possible. But if you haven't called somebody, don't think, oh, I'm out of luck, and don't think that that there's a problem uh, that if you don't call immediately. Uh, but Yes, as time goes by, you're creating a record, and adjusters love to use and take advantage of the fact that you don't have a lawyer saying, nope, you're not going to give them this information, and saying, nope, you're, you're, you're not going to refuse to listen to the doctor's orders, and nope, you're not going to try going without care to when the doctor says you need care, uh, and, and nope, you're not going to... Uh, when the doctor says, I can't help you anymore, walk away without thinking of another specialty and another doctor who might be able to help you. You know, you have to understand the timing of this. Brad and I have represented people that they've waited the three years of statute of limitations and come to us the day before the statute's expiring. We help you. We can help you. We've won those cases. That's not the best thing to do, though. It's not the best thing to do to see us a year after the accident or two years. You need to get to an attorney, and we'll be glad to help you early. That doesn't mean you call them from the scene. That doesn't mean you call them from the emergency room. But the question that we started with is, why do I always have to fight the insurance company? Why are they fighting me? Because they're trained that if they de- deny you, delay you, they know what they're doing. They have their scripts. They have their, their, their walking orders. But you don't. 
And so the more the time that goes by and the more wrong things happen and the wrong steps are taken by you and you say later, I didn't know. I just didn't know that. And we say, okay, well, now we're going to now we're going to pick up the pieces from here. That's harder to do than if you call us early. 303-795-5900. 795-5900. Listen, it is a no brainer. It's free, right? It's free. And we don't just, uh, as I said at the top of the show, I met with somebody yesterday for two hours. That's all free. And when she left, she really, really understood what was going to happen. And that was early in the situation. So if you get if you get to an attorney early, you'll have a better game plan. And we wrote a book on game, game plan. We put our 30 years uh, of experience into this book. So why do you have to fight the insurance company? Because they don't want to pay you. Why do you fight the insurance company? Because they want to delay you and then look at your records and make you have, watch to see if you make these mistakes. And there's so many of them. So, so you need professionals on your side. Because if you make the mistakes and, and you wake up, and we see this all the time, Brad, you wake up in six months, a year, year and a half, and you say, I thought this was going to go away. I thought I was going to get better. But it seems like I'm going to have this for the rest of my life. And then you go to attorney and they say, well, you made this mistake, this mistake, this one here. And now the insurance company has a huge advantage on you. And so you need to be able to solve that problem. Right. You can't, you can't let the adjuster walk you down a path that is a path that's to their advantage. And why, why wouldn't they? When you're talking to the other sides, and sometimes even your own side, or most of the time, even your own side's insurance, if you're on the UIM side of it, the, the, the adjuster works for the insurance company. The adjuster doesn't work for you. The adjuster's goal is to get your claim settled for the least minimum amount, not, not even necessarily a fair amount for least minimum amount. The adjuster's goal is to make deals with you that's going to allow the insurance company to save money, not put money in your pocket. So, you know, why would you let the adjuster walk you down that path of how to deal with your claim when they're the ones that have to pay for it? That if the adjuster started doing anything else, the adjuster would be fired. The adjuster would start working for plaintiff's law firms, wouldn't be working for, for the insurance companies and defense law firms. You, you, you can't let them do that. You, you need to be able to find a representative who knows what's going on, who's been through the process, and will sit down and talk to you. Uh, you know, it, little things like the adjuster getting all your records. No. No, there are certain records the adjuster doesn't need to get and shouldn't be entitled to get. Little things like the adjuster wanting to republish your records. No. Why should the adjuster be able to hand your records out to bureaus and to agencies that, that will have that information forever on you? Uh, little little things like the adjuster saying we'll just pay your bills direct to the to the doctors and to the healthcare providers. No, you should be paying those bills and you should be getting the amount billed, and you should be able to negotiate the 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 lesser amount. Not letting the adjuster do it and put that money in the insurance company. There's been premiums paid for the protection the insurance company is supposed to give. Make the insurance company give the protection they're supposed to give. Yeah, understand that the insurance company for the at-fault party represents the at-fault party, not you. They represent the party who hit you, who creamed you, who rear-ended you, not you. They have no duty to be fair to you. They have no duty to pay you any compensation whatsoever. And don't think for a moment they don't look at the claims ratios. And don't think for a moment they don't look at an adjuster's performance at the end of a year and six months for bonuses. Because if you save, if there's a million claims and you save $1,000 a claim or $10,000 a claim, how much money is that? What do you think? You can do the math on that. You get the point. You understand the point. We know you do. So you need a game plan from Champions of the People. 303-795-5900. 305-795-5900. 
303-795-5900. Our website is championsofthepeople.com. We have offices in the mountains. You can call us at 970-870-8989, or you can just email us uh, or ask us questions at our website, championsofthepeople.com. It's that simple. Next question we get all the time, Brad, is, uh, you know, you guys have talked to me. Uh, I'm talking to you. I fired my other attorney. I'm talking to you, and uh, you guys are talking to me about medicine. You guys are talking to me about med- medicine issues. We're not doctors, so don't let's, let's don't get this wrong. But does your attorney need to understand and know the medicine? Do, do you have to talk the medicine with the doctors? Do you have to learn the medicine to be able to properly represent uh, the client? Absolutely. The attorney must know the medicine. It's got to be aware of the medicine and, and, and understand what's happening. And, and, and that takes a lot of times the attorney stopping, looking at the records, reading the records, and researching the medicine, finding out. And if the attorney can't figure it out, the attorney needs to call the doctor and say, hey, you've got this stuff in the records. Um, explain to me what it is. Uh, how can I figure this out? And what, what do I need to know? Uh, that's the attorney's job. The attorney's job is to know your medicine. This is one of the reasons why you can't expect and and any attorney who promises you that you can walk in and immediately know what your case is worth. There's so much that needs to be learned. The, the attorney needs to figure out the medicine, needs to see what the doctor's putting in the records, needs to see what the doctor diagnoses, what the doctor prognoses, what the, what, what the uh, doctor believes is a, an appropriate treatment plan and why has to understand the doctor, has to understand the different disciplines that the doctor is doing, look at those records and talk to the doctor. You need to know about neurological issues. You need to know about orthopedic issues. You need to know about concussion issues, TBI, traumatic brain issues, how to prove it, what they mean, what the studies mean. And in doctor talk, you need to know about the medical literature. That's how doctors talk. The medical literature says this. It says that. The medical literature says this. this. On this situation, the Journal of Orthopedic and Bone Surgery says this. Right. So if you don't, if your attorneys aren't tuned into this, you're not getting a full, complete representation. You can't have an accident like I think you're led to believe sometimes on TV. You you know, I had an accident on Friday and Monday. I got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The other one, Brad, and and, and I know it's coming many, many times. Clients ask you. I've been in the same room when we interviewed a client together and they ask me, uh, we got a free initial consultation. And I said, what do you think my case is worth? And when I tell them, I don't know. And they, they almost look at me with this incredulous look, but I don't know. And because if you've been listening to our shows, we don't know initially. But if you have good attorneys, then they work up to it. They work your case up, and then we do know. Then we do know exactly and precisely what the range of values are, right? And, we, right? and we can lead you. And there's nothing fast and easy about it. It takes hard work. It takes willingness to do the work. It takes willingness to learn about you, the client, and to learn about the medicine and to learn about the case and the insurance coverage and a million other things that we cover regularly in these shows. There's nothing fast and easy about it, and it's not going to happen on the on the initial consultation. It's going to take work with attorneys who actually care about you and want to be honest with you. An example, you know, is you look at an MRI report and it says it has uh, stenosis, it has uh, neuroforaminal uh, opening uh, jeopardized, right? It it has osteophytes, it has a bulging disc, it has a herniated disc. Uh, what do those mean for you and your case? Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com, injury attorneys for you. We'll see you next week. <laughs>